Dan Dickow here, Gonzaga Nation SI on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. This is WCC Weekly, January 30th, 2023. We are literally the halfway point of conference season, and the WCC is shaping up to be an unbelievable race, not only for first place, but for jockeying for positions in the WCC Conference Tournament to be held at the Orleans Casino and Resort in Las Vegas in early March. But uh, as we always do in uh, the WCC Weekly, quick recap of the previous week. We'll just go through standings really quick uh, and then talk about big-time performances, net rankings, where teams lie, why that's important, what needs to happen uh, or what can happen as well as then um, big games in the upcoming week. So we'll just first right off the bat, just talk about the uh, St. Mary's, the Gales. They continue their tremendous play. They're sitting at the top of the conference, 8-0 Gonzaga at 7-1 and uh, after a good road win at the University of Portland where Julian Strother, a career high 40 points, knocked down eight threes. I thought... Clearly, it was his best performance of the season of the of his career as well. You know, a lot of people are going to get tied into the numbers, 40 points. Obviously, that's a big time night. But, um, you know, I like the way that he was hunting shots. Um, yeah, I like the way he was cutting, moving without the basketball. I like the way that he was decisive in pick and roll situations as well as when we put the ball on the deck. Uh, Drew Timmy was getting double teamed for most of the, the night. They gave him lots of different looks uh, in regards to how they were going to handle his post-up opportunities. He did a good job of finding guys, but on the flip side, Julian Strother in particular did a great job of getting in his vision so that the pass would be able to be delivered easily on time and on target. And Strother just had to knock it down. Uh, LMU, another big week. They continue to play well. They're sitting at Six and three now, sole place, sole possession of third place. Santa Clara lost a heartbreaker uh, at home to Pacific. Uh, so both Santa Clara and Pacific sitting at four and four. That's important um, because at this moment in time, that tie, that fourth place, the tiebreaker is owned by Pacific because of that win. USF, the Don sitting at four and five. BYU at four and five, UP at three and six, the Toreros of San Diego at three and six, and Pepperdine can't get anything going sitting at 0 and nine, uh, which is a bit of a shock. I, I figured they were going to struggle the way they started the first two weeks of conference play, but they seemingly can't get anything going. I figured they would at least be uh, two and seven, maybe three at six at this point, but they are not. A uh, couple big time exciting games over this past week. I think the biggest one, um, had to be Pacific beating Santa Clara in Santa Clara. So that's a big win for Leonard Perry and his ball club. I think the other one that jumps out at you is uh, BYU hosting St. Mary's. Very similar uh, need for a win for the Cougars as to when Gonzaga went there uh, a week or so ago, and or two weeks or so ago, where Gonzaga goes in, makes all the big plays down the stretch, Julian Strother hits a three with around nine to 10 seconds left to, to win that basketball game. No different this time. Uh, LMU basketball down one. Aiden Mahaney, the freshman, pushing the ball down the court, hits a buzzer beater to beat BYU in Provo. And a lot of St. Mary's fans, as well as BYU fans, 
remember this as the 10-year anniversary of Matthew Delavadova doing something almost similar in Provo to beat the Cougars 10 years ago. So uh, BYU dropping another stunner in the final seconds at home. Things don't get any easier for the BYU Cougars as they host uh, a really good LMU team later this week. But um, that would have been my game of the week uh, this past week. My player of the week, I think you can go one of two directions, and I think it's easy to go in either of those directions. two directions. You can't go wrong. Aiden Mahaney for that game-winning shot that just mentioned for St. Mary's. The other would be Julian Strother because of the career-high 40, although Gonzaga only had the one game this week. So he averages 40 points per game this week, which I'm sure a lot of the voters will look at and give him the nod for it. But uh, either guy, you cannot go uh, go wrong with your vote for that week. The surprise, I think, would have been Pacific over Santa Clara in Santa Clara. Um, so that was a big week. Before we look at big games this week and why some of those are important, want to look at the net rankings of uh, a couple of the teams in the WCC and why some of those continue to be important. So St. Mary's um, right now through the net, they are playing or have played the most difficult schedule in the country, which is unbelievable to think it's amazing. They've, they've, they've really upped their game in the last couple of years, as far as their non-conference schedule, and it's really paying off for them. They will get a boost in the net win or lose this week by playing Gonzaga because it's another quad one game, but St. Mary's sitting at six, in the net, Gonzaga at 14 in the net, LMU at 86 in the net, Santa Clara at 92, and BYU at 95 in the net. This is why a win or, excuse me, a loss for uh, Santa Clara against Pacific, who sits at uh, 211 in the net, is really difficult and, and hard for the league to accept and take because it might really knock a third potential team out of uh, conversation for an at-large if they make a tremendous run down the stretch. Now, at this moment in time, I think there's only two teams in the league, Santa Clara and or LMU would have to make an incredible run uh, to be in that conversation without winning the conference tournament. But you still want to put your best foot forward, get yourself a chance to be in an NIT tournament as opposed to one of those uh, secondary tier uh, postseason tournaments. But the reason it's so important, because when you hit that 75 mark, and below, those become quad one opportunities for road games. Um, and if you if, if they're quad one losses, that's deemed better than a quad two loss in, in selection committee's eyes. So if uh, one of those two teams or even three teams because BYU sitting at 95. So if LMU, Santa Clara or BYU can somehow creep into that top 75, um, those wins for LMU or excuse me, those wins for Gonzaga and St. Mary's uh, become even better in the selection committee's eyes. Uh, if LMU were to climb up into that top 75, you know, that would really, uh, you know, also help and benefit them as well because of the, the victories um, that those teams have had. But um, that's interesting. We'll touch more on, on uh, quad one, two, three, and four wins in an upcoming episode. We'll talk more about the tiers and why they're important to the selection committee. Um, but want to look at uh, big games this week. Obviously, Gonzaga hosts a big game against Santa Clara after that loss to, to the Pacific Tigers. They're going to come out uh, ready to go. They gave Gonzaga a tremendous battle. They actually controlled a lot of that game uh, a month or so ago down in the Bay Area. 
Um, you would expect a good game this time, but the GU is uh, hosting Santa Clara is, is big for Santa Clara's chances. Uh, obviously, Gonzaga can't overlook them. Uh, I think it's important for, um, you know, later in the week, you got Santa Clara at USF um, because USF has struggled, as we've mentioned, throughout um, the conference season. They were tremendous in non-conference. They've really struggled when they've uh, gotten into league play. But you would imagine Santa Clara drops to Gonzaga on the road in Spokane. You can't go then go on the road uh, and play at USF and lose another road game. That would really be uh, detrimental for, for Santa Clara with, with all the, the, the positive uh, movement they had early in this season and early in, in the conference play. Uh, the two big heavy hitter games, though, when you look at it for conference play, GU hosts St. Mary's on Saturday, or no, excuse me, GU travels down to Moraga and plays at St. Mary's on Saturday. That is an enormous game because if Gonzaga loses it, they would be two games behind in the win-loss column. Uh, and the way that the way Santa Clara St. Mary's is playing, I don't see any way that uh, anybody other than Gonzaga beats St. Mary's in league right now. Now I'm not saying it can't happen, but I just don't see it happening. Um, the way that St. Mary's is playing their defense is uh, top 10 in the country right now. Their offense hovering around the 50 mark, uh, not what they've been in years past, but still, still pretty dang good. So that is going to be a, a Titan of a game on Saturday. The other game in the league that I'm really looking forward to uh, tracking this week uh, is LMU at BYU, an enormous game for a number of reasons. Obviously, LMU came to Gonzaga, got the road win, uh, and then they kept the momentum going by protecting their home court this past week. Um, but if they could go into BYU and win a road game, uh, that would mean they went into they would have played the three most difficult road games of the WCC conference schedule, and they would have came out with two of the three wins. They lost to St. Mary's earlier in the year, but they would have beat Gonzaga. They would have beat BYU. That would be an impressive resume bolster. Uh, don't think it would quite get them on the bubble of the NCAA tournament, but then, you know, you'd be trending in the right direction. You would obviously uh, have a bye first uh, round of games in the WCC conference tournament, uh, and you would be, uh, you know, really adding to your resume as a program and, and moving in the right direction. So, um, really big week in the in the WCC. These are fun times. You're you're looking at teams that are now playing a lot of times the second games of the pairing for the season. So you're seeing adjustments that are made. You're seeing players that are able to overcome being the focal point of scattering reports. You're seeing uh, you know the frustration of some teams such as the Pepperdine. Uh, where I, I don't want to say they've splintered just yet, but they still haven't been able to, to break through and get a win. But they've got talent. You're not seeing it come to fruition. And so you're wondering uh, what's going on uh, down there and, and what changes may happen, whether that's rotationally uh, during the season, whether that's administratively when the season is over. We'll, we'll find that out uh, later on this season. But another big week in the WCC. Looking forward to it. Uh, don't forget to, to listen like, subscribe, and review uh, all of our other podcasts here on Gonzaga Nation Media Network. Check us out, like, subscribe, review for the Gonzaga Nation Media Network, the WCC Weekly. I'm Dan Dickow.